This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's R&R TAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. In part two of their 2023 Most Anticipated Movies episode, the Ricks talk the biggest franchises to get their attention this year, and it's not what they expected. I mean, it should come as no surprise to you that Spider-Man Across the the Spider-Verse is going to be one that I'm looking forward to this year. And in fact, I think you said it was your favorite Spider-Man movie. This is a sequel to, and and this one should be fun. You know, this this has, again, Miles Morales, Spider-Man in one universe, but then he crosses over and runs into several others. So they have Spider-Punk, they have a female Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, and then if I remember right from the commercial, they even have Spider-Pig because, you know, why not? And so so they, they do an interesting job at crossing over on that and then tying that all together. And this Fracturing of Time was a specific story that I remember. And it's the closest we can get to what you were talking about with the uh, the multiverse. You know, it was the idea of, you know, these, these other universes existed and something fractured the barriers between it and right. allowed, you know, Spider-Man to move back and forth. Now, at the time when I read it, it wasn't Miles Morales. It wasn't that particular Spider-Man. But I think this still works amazingly well. And I'm glad that they did it this way. So I I'm super excited about this one. So it should be it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was surprised when I sat down to think about this episode. I thought for sure that was going to be my most anticipated movie of the year, and it didn't end up making my top three. But come on, I cannot miss that movie. The original I did not see in the theater. I only saw it afterwards, and then started kicking myself. I watched it twice in a row. The movie won the Academy Award for Best Animated Film for this yes, year, did. whatever it was, 2018, yeah. and it was so fun, so creative funny, action-packed, heartfelt, everything. It's like the best Marvel movie, and it wasn't even a, technically a Marvel slash Disney <laughs> movie. It was a Sony movie. Right. Seriously, folks, if you have not seen Into the Spider-Verse, watch it yesterday. You need to see it. So this one that's coming out in June, it's part one of a two-part story. Yeah. The next one, I think, comes out in 2024. Yeah, it's it's not soon enough, that's for sure. Uh, so my next movie is a surprise for me. <laughs> It is. It's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So I was never a big Tom Cruise fan, but I've had to take back every bit of snark that I've ever slung his way after Top Gun Maverick and that was following on Mission Impossible Fallout, which I freaking loved. I've Mm -hmm. watched it again recently and I also liked a couple of the preceding ones but I really loved Fallout and so now I'm looking forward to this one. It is technically Mission Impossible 7 then Dead Reckoning Part Mm -hmm. 2, which is technically Mission Impossible 8 will come out next year. This looks like fun. And really my interest in it is mostly because I loved Fallout so much. And and you only love Fallout so much because of Henry Cavill cocking his arms when he was going into the fight. You know, every time I see that scene, I try to find the part where all of a sudden he's got a beard. Yeah. I didn't realize he didn't have a beard before and I still never <laughs> yeah. see it coming. It's like three things, right? One, he's cocking his arms so he's just doing this like, you know, whatever move with his arms and you know, kind of like he's cocking it. The second one, of course, is the beard kind of appears and that's really just a matter of 
of him moving from one lighted zone to another so it's just more visible. And then the the pocket on his shirt disappears. Oh. So it, it's like these three things. And, you know, it, it, like everybody's criticized it and said like, you know, oh, they, it's just two different scenes that they like, you know, merge together and they keep swearing. No, it's the, it's the same scene. It's just like juxtapositioned against like these lighting things and they just happen to make it look like that, which is just awesome. That scene is one of the primary reasons I love it. What you just said rings true because I'm thinking every time I see that scene, there's no possible way you could redo this scene <laughs> or I would hate to be the person who has to put the yeah. set back together yeah. <laughs> because that scene is in a bathroom that gets demolished yeah. and I love the fight. Totally. Mission Possible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is directed by Christopher McQuarrie and it comes out July 14th. You know, me picking a third one was tough. There was a lot of, of great movies that were coming out this year that I wanted to put in my top three. Transformers, I really wanted to put that one in there because, you know, the whole story about the transforming monsters was like, you know, something I really gravitated towards as a kid. The Dungeons and Dragons movie, I've been waiting for them to actually do a good one. And they got Chris Pines. Yeah. I was like kind of excited about that. Evil yeah. Dead Rise, you know I'm an Evil Dead fan. And yeah. they're bringing back the OG. They got Bruce Campbell in there for a cameo and Guardians of the Galaxy and Fast X. And it goes on, it goes on, and it goes on. It came down to two movies. Indiana Jones, which I just absolutely love. Harrison Ford's my hero. But in the end, I have to say my number three is John Wick 4. I knew it! Yep. I have, like, since the first one came out, I have loved John Wick. And I can't tell you how many times I've watched these. It's just so much fun. And Keanu Reeves has so much fun. And, you know, somebody asked him in an interview recently, how many John Wick movies are you going to do? And he said something to the effect of, as many as they ask me. That's awesome. (laughs) They've actually given the franchise is a nickname which is Gung Fu which I, I think is totally appropriate <laughs> yeah he's playing the same uh, same character he's 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 uh, preparing to fight the final boss like any amazing video game the uh, the Marquis de Gramont and if you remember he, he kind of alienated everybody in the previous ones they forced him back into the family and then he basically had to take somebody out and then he was on the out and then the whole last couple movies they've been chasing him down so this is the one where it's either win or lose he either wins and he He's back in or he loses and he's dead. So this is going to be a fun one. I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm still pretty convinced that the entire John Wick story arc mythology takes place in the Matrix. Totally. It it just feels like it nests right into it to me. And I don't think it does, but I'm going to hold to that. Yeah, I love that theory. There's no reason it couldn't. He could be just an alter ego of Neo. I mean, come on. One, it's almost impossible to kill him. Number two, all the skills that he have are inhuman, just like he's been dead. Except he could benefit from some bullet time, though. He's not as <laughs> flexible as some of the other performers in that franchise anymore. You know, and unfortunately, you can kind of see that in, in some of the later movies. Yeah. Although I did hear he was kind of talking through the regime that he was going through to train for this. It was insane. He said this was the hardest movie he has ever like done stunts for that like you know by far this was double any other movie oh, I'm sure. and that you know it was absolutely exhausting so here we have Indiana Jones not making either of our lists yeah. I am looking forward to it it couldn't quite make it there on my list only because of the last one to be honest with Indiana Jones I've only ever loved in fact I've only ever liked the first one really I didn't care for any of the other ones no I saw the first one I kid you not Rick 21 times wow 21 times I watched the other ones once and one of them I think I fell asleep wow. and or was pissed <laughs> that's funny I, I 
I never had high expectations for any of them. I just went for a good time and I had a good time in all of them. But to your point, I do agree. The first one was by far my favorite. And, you know, the rest of them have all been fine. Yeah. You know, the de-aging or whatever, the CGI deep faking that they do to make the actors look young looks pretty impressive. I did watch the original Ant-Man recently and they de-aged Michael Douglas in that. And that's extraordinary. Maybe even better than what I have seen so far of the Harrison Ford de-aging with CGI. But what else it's worth talking about is neither of us have Dune Part 2 and neither of us have, actually, I guess it would be you. I don't know. You'll have to tell me about the Marvels because I keep seeing stuff about the Marvels and I really don't have a sense of what it is. Yeah. You know, okay. So let's start with Dune. I actually, I'm I'm very interested in seeing Dune. It is on my list of movies I will see this year. And so it, it again, didn't make the top three, but that wasn't because I wasn't excited about it. It was just simply because we had such a, a crazy list for it to compete against. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really liked how they left off the last Dune movie. I, I think we talked about that on the show. And so I'm, I'm, I'm super interested to see where it picks up and goes from here. From that standpoint, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. And then the Marvels. You know, the Marvels is going to be an interesting one. And, you know, to a certain extent, and listener Eric is going to laugh at me, I really feel like the Marvels is just copying uh, Shazam at this point. And so Captain Marvel is now teaming up with two other people. And, you know, now we've got like two or three Marvels and, you know, they're running around solving issues. And But wait, what you're saying is Captain Marvel is copying Captain Marvel? Imagine that. <laughs> At least she gets to tell people who she is. The original Captain Marvel now just goes by Shazam. He can't even tell anyone what his name is without putting them in danger of getting fried to a crisp. So I think she's got a better deal out of the whole thing. Totally. Tune in next time for the conclusion of our most anticipated movies of 2023 episode. Until then, stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 